This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Hope everybody had a good rest and a wonderful walking tour in Bologna. Uh, we're headed to the historic city of Livorno. Livorno was a great center of printing and Livorno, we could say, was the city of the Chida. Maran, Go'on, Uzenu, Reb Chaim Yosef, David Azulai where for the last 27 years of the life of the Chida, who by the way, his yard site was yesterday, the Chida spent his time in Livarno. And there's a big question. The Chida was tied with his soul to the land of Israel, to Eretz Yisrael. Why did he spend the last years of his life in Livarno? After all, the Chida and the Yosef Oymetz, which are the response of the Chida, the Chida talks about the importance of supporting Torah in Eretz Yisrael. The Chida says the two most important mitzvahs in the Torah are Limarat Torah and living in Eretz Yisrael. And if you could combine both of them, there's nothing greater than supporting Torah in Eretz Yisrael. So, why did the Chida live 27 years of his life outside the land of Israel? Well, there's one mitzvah that's greater both than learning Torah and living in Eretz Yisrael, and that is Harbatzas HaTorah. And to the Chida, his most important endeavor was publishing Svarim. And Levarno had two ingredients necessary to publish Svarim. Number one, the printing press. Number two, patrons, padrinos, padrinos. So in Levarno, the Chida was able to publish many of his Svarim According to some accounts, he published more than 100 svarim, certainly more than 70 svarim. One of the most amazing svarim that the Chida published was the Shem Hagadolim, which when the Chida arrived in Levarno, he was in Lazaretto. Lazaretto was the quarantine, he was there for 40 days, and he did not have svarim, he did not obviously have a computer. And in an act of supernatural, bio-bibliographical proficiency, the Chida recorded in alphabetical order the names of all the G'daylem who, who lived before him and all the Sfarim that were written before him. What exactly was the Toyeles and the Tachlis of the Shem HaG'daylem? What do, we, what do we get from having an encyclopedia of all the G'daylem who ever lived and all the Sfarim that were ever compiled? So I want to share with you briefly three great benefits of the Shem HaGdolem. I'm going to share with you very uh, concisely. Number one, Sam Sofer writes in Parshas Vaschanan, a great principle, Vishamata Yisrael Vishamartal Asais. When you hear the name Yisrael, it will in- engender greater observance of the Torah. The Sam Sofer teaches that when you say the names of Gedolei Yisrael, when you say the names of Sfarim, it engenders Kedusha in a person. Rechsam Sofer is referring to a similar work to the Shem HaGdolem called Sifse Yeshenim, written by Reb Shapsi Bas, the author of the Sifse Chachamim. And Rechsam Sofer writes that the Toyalas of this Sefer, of saying the names of Gedolem, saying the names of Svarim, is Vishamata Yisrael, when you hear the word Yisrael, when you say Chida, when you say Ramami Pano, when you say Mishnas Chasidim, when you say Rabbi Yehuda Mintz, 
it elevates you. So here the Chidah records thousands of Gedalei Yisrael. It engenders Kedusha in a person. The Malbim wrote a Haskama to one of the early editions of the Shem Agdalim. And the Malbim tells us about uh, a man who was famished, who was hungry, who was worn, who was tired, and he encounters an orchard. And after resting and enjoying the orchard, the person asks, who's my benefactor? Who planted this orchard? Who created this environment? And he's dismayed to learn that nobody knows the answer to that question. And no one has even asked that question. Says the Malbim, anybody who learns Sifra Yisrael, Gemara, Rishonim, Achroinim, the most basic question we have to ask is, who were these people? Who were our benefactors? Who were these great men who contributed years of their life for the benefit of the Jewish people? And the, the Malbim says, this, the answer to this question was provided by none other than the Chida and the Shem Hagdailam. I would like to share with you an original offering, one of the benefits perhaps of uh, the Shem Agdolim, another idea. If you look in Masech de Brachos, Rabbi Kiva Eger quotes all the times in Shas that Rashi says, I don't know. Look in Brachos, Chafeim and Beis. Rashi says, Yadati, I don't know. I can't explain this. Comes Rabbi Kivager and he lists all the times that Rashi in Chumash in Shah says, I don't know. So they asked Rabbi Kivager, what's Rabbi Kivager doing? He's trying to demonstrate how much Rashi didn't know. Why is he gathering all the times Rashi says, I don't know. And furthermore, they asked Chaim, Rabbi Kivager did not list all the times that Rashi said he didn't know. So Rabbi Chaim Kinevsky said like this, Rav Chaim said, it brings kavod to the Torah. It brings glory to the Torah. If when you see an idea, you're able to make a listing of where this idea appears in other places. It's a way of showing beauty to the Torah. It's a way of according grandeur to the Torah. If you see the Gemara says, Mili mimsra l'shliach, and then you could say, oh, that's in Gittin, that's in Kedushin, that's in Nadarim. If the, if the Gemara says a Klal, and you could demonstrate, what do you get from cross-reference? Says Reb Chaim Knievsky, it's a way of making tzitzim uprachim la It's a way of glorifying the Torah. Lama nikru soifrim. Why were Chazal called soifrim? Shahayu soifrim oisi oisa So perhaps, by counting and listing all the Svarim, and all the G'dayli Yisrael, it's a way of showing kavod to the Torah, and kavod to the Sfarim, and kavod to the Chachamim. And this is a way of demonstrating Yagdil Torah v'yadir, the glory and the beauty of the Torah. I want to share with you some choice offerings that the Chidah records in the Shem HaGdaylam for a more full treatment of this subject. Please go to TorahAnytime.com where you could hear many, many examples of Chidushim of the Chidah. But in honor of this trip, I'm going to share with you just a few choice ones. As we head to the city of Livorno, I'm going to begin by mentioning uh, a tidbit that I never mentioned before in the entry to the Shach. 
Maybe you want to come join us. Bezus Hashem, upcoming trip, Lag Boimer time. We're going to be going to the city of Warsaw, Sachachav, Kutna. We're going to spend Shabbos in Krakow. Matzoy Shabbos is Lag Boimer. We're going to be at the Ramos Kever on his yard site. And then we're going to go to the Shach. The Shach. How was the Shach able to find so many Maramakoimos without a computer? Says Achida. Actually, come to think of that, you could ask that question of a lot of... You could ask that of the Chida. Chida says, the Shach had a special shame. You know, there are many types of shameis. I don't know if you know, there's a shame of Kfitzas Haderach that not every bus driver has, you know, Vahamevin Yavin. But, by the way, I could tell you what the shame of Kfitzas Haderach is. The Baal Shem Tov says the shame of Kvitsa Sadarach is Va'avoy Hayoim El Ha'oyen. Rashi Tevois Vav Hey Aleph Hey. Maybe just saying that will get there a little quickly. You could check. You know, it's Badukum Manusa that if you invoke that Pasuk, the trip will be at least one millisecond shorter. Anyway, the Chidah says that the Shach had a special shame, a shame of finding Mara Makoimais. That's how the Shach was able to find so many references. Okay, a few very important Yediyos, says the, the Chidah and the Shem Agdailem. Taisvis in Mesechta Yuma was written by none other than Marami Rutenberg. Marami Rutenberg is the editor, the chief editor of Toysus Masechta Yuma. Okay, a little trivia question. We have Targum Unklus, we have Targum Yushalmi, and we have Targum Yainasan. I can't hear you. Targum Yainasan Ben Uziel. Says the Chida, Targum Yainasan Ben Uziel was not written by Yainasan Ben Uziel. Yonasan ben Uziel wrote Targum on Nevi'im. Targum al Hatoira is either Unklus or Targum Yushami. But the printers, to distinguish between two types of Targum Yushami, they call one Targum Yushami and one Targum Yonasan ben Uziel. This is one of my favorites. The Chidah writes that he has a Kabbalah from an Adam Gadol who has a Kabbalah from Zikanim. Then the times of Maran Bet Yosef, there were three great Gedolim who were capable of writing the Shulchan Aruch. They were Rabbi Yosef Kara, Rabbi Yosef Taichik, and Harav Maharivil. Each one was perfectly capable and suitable of writing the Shulchan Aruch. The Hiskimu Menashamayim Vitinasein Dasa Yidei Maran Akadosh. Shamayim allowed the, Be- the Beis Yosef to write the Shulchan Aruch. Why? Because of his exceeding humility. How do we see humility in the Beis Yosef? He does not disparage the ones that he argues with. Okay. This is very important to know. Says the Chida, Rashi and Shas, he wrote three editions we are in possession of the third edition of Rashi. Moreover, Chida says he has a tradition that Rashi fasted 
613 fasts in order that he should be able to write Al-Hatayra. In fact, Rabbeinu Tam said, what Rashi did on Shas, I could replicate. But what Rashi did Al-Hatayra, nobody could replicate. Very interesting. The Chidah says, Rashi on the Rif is not Rashi. Rashi on Divrei Hayamim is not Rashi. Rashi on Medrash Rabbah is also not Rashi. Now I want to share with you one final idea about the Shem Agdoilim that the Shem Agdoilim writes about Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, does that name sound familiar to you? Rabbi Yaakov Kuli? He's the author of the Mayam Layez. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli also was one of the all-time great Lamdanim. He put together the Sefer Ezra's Nashim of Maharam ben Chaviv. He also put together and edited two Svarim that without the editing of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli would not be readable. The Mishnah Lamelech and the Parshas Drachim. If not for the editing of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, these Svarim would not be usable. And Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, one of the great all-time Ga'inim, edited and sifted through the Mishnah Lamelech on the Rambam, as well as the Parshas Drachim. Are you familiar with the Sefer Parshas Drachim? Parshas Drachim is one of the earliest Svarim of Lamdus on the, on the Chumash. The Parshas Drachim is one of the first Svarim written, uh, it's, it's one of the first of its genre, where to take uh, Lamdusha principles and apply it to the Chumash. It was, a lot of the chapters in Parshas Drachim were not organized, and without the Mishnah, without Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, it would not be usable. But then Rabbi Yaakov Kuli went ahead and he wrote a book in Ladina. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli wrote a Sefer, Mayam Loes, and it's a Sefer of Midrashim. It's somewhat light material, you may say. And many wondered, why did Rabbi Yaakov Kuli write a Sefer, so to speak, for the multitude, when he could have written a Sefer on a much higher level? And it's amazing that if you look in the Hakdama of the Mayam Loes, Rabbi Yaakov Kuli says, it should not be beneath anybody's dignity to bring the Torah in as many venues and forums and languages as possible because no one less than Moshe Rabbeinu took Torah Seinu HaKadosha and he translated the Torah Ba'er Heitev, says Rashi, Shivim L'Shoinois. So who is a greater Rebbe than Moshe Rabbeinu? And Moshe Rabbeinu himself was Mavayar the Torah in every possible fashion. Says the Chidah, the motivation of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli was Lezakos Es Harabim. He did this, he could have written Svarim of the highest caliber, but he did this, Lezakos Es Harabim, and the Chidah then says something that he doesn't say about any of the G'daylem that he mentions in the Shem HaG'daylem. What does the Chidah say about Rabbi Yaakov Kuli? Ashrav Ashrei Chelkai. Fortunate is Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, and fortunate is his chelak. And we could likewise say about the Chida, who contributed so greatly 
to the literature of Klal Yisrael, we say about the Chida, Ashrav v'Ashrei Chalkai. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.